So are we waiting for Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any second now. That fucking guy. Um, and Brian hasn't come around either. I don't know because he's having some late nights or something. No, we need we need to change the name from several people are typing to Jim yeah. and Will bullshit for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> we could we could come up with a new name. I'm up, I'm up for a name change. I just uh, I don't know. Whatever. If you think of a better one, we should do it. We we never have several people. <laughs> it, it, it is a, it is yeah, a lie. We, we, we it is just, definitely we a lie. It. We could rename it to a couple people are typing. <laughs> Welcome to Several People Are Typing. I am your host, Jim, and I am joined by Will. And um, we're starting a little late tonight, so so we might, I don't know, we might go quick, but then who knows, we might be up until three in the morning talking anyways. Um, but we got some fun stuff. So um, even though we're starting late, I'm super excited, Will. Um, so I'm going to get it kicked off with some of the fun tech stuff, and then we're going to get into the depressing stuff, and then hopefully end up with some some happy stuff at the end. So let's kick it off yeah, here. Where we can we can both fail a news quiz. <laughs> where we both fail news quiz. Uh, Jim, Jim and Will fail. We, fail we the still don't quiz. read the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do is read the headlines. You had one job this week. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how much we know about the world uh, uh, at the end of the at the end of the night, or at least the pop part of knowing about the world. I can't even know about the world. Just the the highlights of the most popular things. Um, okay, so our our uh, tonight starts with. Um, an interesting article on um, batteries, uh, batteries going to like EV cars. So, so China uh, has a company, um, I guess, Cattle uh, Contemporary uh, Empirics Technology Co., uh, the world's largest battery manufacturer. Um, they are now signaling a huge push away from lithium ion into sodium ion, um, and this would be, you know, you know, lithium ion then the 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 default for I don't know, like 20, 30 years. Right, we we it is in everything. Right, all of the EVs today all run on lithium ion. It's been kind of like one of the big greatest breakthroughs we've had in the last like you know three or four decades as far as like being able to pull things forward. Uh, but but clearly lithium ion has some challenges. The the minerals that we need to to create it are are becoming exceedingly rare. Um, there's that whole problem with batteries exploding if they get too hot. Right. Um, so for all of the good, we clearly have these pretty awful uh, uh, limitations to it. Um, uh, so sodium, um, apparently something that was developed in the 70s, never never looked to have the same type of uh, power density of lithium ion. Uh, newer uh, reports and um, analysis suggest that with enough technology and what we know today about lithium ion, they can get it to be roughly the same. Um, the the minerals that are around uh, are about 300 times more uh, abundant than what is needed for lithium ion. I think mostly lithium is the issue with that one. And and the cost is expected to be 30 to 50% less than... Are you sure it's not ion? What am I saying? You were saying like, I guess lithium is the the, the component that they need for lithium ion. That's the... I was just making a joke oh, about yeah. ion as a... Yeah, it's not... Ion is not a... I know. I meant like when I think lithium ion battery, I thought there were other components of a battery. Uh, yeah, I was just... And there was other like, like some fucking random component that they needed... I didn't actually know if it was lithium itself. I didn't know if it was like I was. I was yeah, just yeah. fucking with you. It was yeah. a bad it's joke. probably fucking lithium, and I get I get where you're going with that. Well done, well done, sir. Um, it's always and, the best jokes that you have to explain. I'm sorry. No, the, I'm I, I'm hoping everyone else left, and I'm the idiot. So, um, uh, these power packs could cost almost 30, 30 to fifty percent less than the cheapest electric car battery options currently available. I mean, this is if any of this is true. I mean, China. Uh, uh, you know how they. You know, if they throw the full weight of that country, like this could be a a pretty big uh, uh uh this could be a massive shift and and a huge like uh benefit to the electric market 
right? And advancing electric technology, not even even outside of the U.S. Like this would uh, this would allow a far more rapid adoption if if this kind of thing comes to fruition, which I think is expected to start in like 2023. Um, yeah, you you touched on uh, a lot of the the benefits, right? The interesting thing is like I think that the uh, kind of standard operating procedure for most fire departments when they come upon an EV fire is just to let it burn itself out because they can't actually put the fire out from for most departments. Um, at least I remember reading about that within the last couple of years. Uh, I'm curious whether or not the shift has anything to do with China's relation uh, relationship to Australia, which has become fairly strained over the course of the last couple of years. <laughs> and Australia is the biggest producer in the world of lithium. Um, and there's all sorts of like trade wars that are happening between Australia and, and China at this point, um, where they're limiting the amount of uh, companies that China can, Chinese nationals can start and take over in Australia. They're putting all sorts of like tariffs and, and limits on what they can trade. Um, so I wonder if this push is, you know, somewhat due to just not being able to source as much lithium as they need to build these batteries, you know, independent of like all of the, kind of problems in, in getting rare earth element, elements anyway, um, rare earth minerals rather, um, you know, that maybe it's become particularly hard because of a strained relationship with Australia. Is there any chance you think this is like uh, posturing? <laughs> like telling telling them we don't need you, um, uh, you know, and, and we're going to do this as like a, a show that we can work without you if, if we don't want to? I have, I have no idea, right? <clears throat> I have, this is, I literally read this 20 minutes ago, right? But uh, so I, I, it's just conjecture, right? Could this be about sure the fact that Australia is the world's largest lithium producer and maybe they can't source as much lithium as they need to produce these batteries? Um, but that aside, it sounds like, at least from this article, that you know if they can get the energy density to be the same, then it's just going to be kind of strictly beneficial. So hopefully it succeeds. Right, right. It, all this says is there'd be a massive like retrofitting potentially of all of the existing battery uh, plants um, that would sure. have to come along with it and, and all that. But yeah, I, I would imagine that the the process of making it is different, right? Right. Um, but yeah, if the power density can remain within the range that's acceptable and it's just cheaper and there's a ton more of the uh, this you know these minerals around, then I don't know. Seems like it's just a win win, right? Yeah. So not much to say about it beyond that. Excited to see where this goes. Um, speaking of uh, Australian Chinese relations, well, why don't you take this story? Cause this one, I, I'm going to kind of laugh. I know it's kind of serious, but this is a pretty funny story. Yeah. It turns out France is like real upset with the United States um, and the UK right now uh, and Australia, most importantly, uh, Australia, uh, because in 2016, Australia signed a $66 billion uh, agreement to have France produce some diesel electric submarines for their Navy. Um, from Australia's point of view, they've been telling France for months at this point that they didn't believe the technology that they would get with these submarines would be sufficient for what they assumed to be increasing uh, contentions in the near to sh you know, short-term future with China. Um, and in order to facilitate their technology needs, they turned to the United States, who was more than happy to oblige uh, Australia and provide um, nuclear power submarines to uh, to them uh, to 
it gives us kind of a stronghold of, of technology in that region where that's going to be much closer than China, obviously, than we are. But when France broke the uh, when Australia broke the news to France that they were pulling the contracts, uh, France responded by pulling their ambassadors, recalling their ambassadors from Australia and the United States back to France. So, you know, relations, relations are really good right now between, between some countries. It's like the kid running to the room and slamming the door kind of feeling, right? Like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like... What, are you, you never going like, to come out of your room? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm taking my ball and going home. It's like, well, right, right. bro, the, whole, the like, whole point was that nobody wanted your ball. What are we, you never, like, France is never going to have an ambassador in the U.S. again? Like, Yeah, so um, earlier today, I guess the White House floated that Biden is trying to arrange a call with uh, Macron um, to kind of smooth this over because basically it's just been a whole bunch of like public displays and like, Hey, why don't we just get on the phone and talk about this? I'm sure he wished all this talking happened before. Right. Or, or, or maybe he knew all this was coming and this was just a play he had. I mean, who knows? Right. Uh, yeah. Um, stuff like this um, is really touchy. <laughs> you can't just be like, well, we told like, you can't just aggressively finger point. I mean, if you're Trump, you, of course he would have, but like, that'd be really stupid of Biden. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like France is going to have their little temper tantrum and who are, I mean, we're, the, we're kind of the only game in town. So like, what are they going to do? I, okay. I thought, I mean, at least since, you know, the hunt for red October, I thought every sub <laughs> after that was sub. and probably for the U S Navy, it probably was right. Like, yeah, like, I actually don't know if, if the United States has any more diesel electric um, subs in their fleet. I don't think they do, but I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, just, you know, maybe you need to update your fucking Navy. Like, stop, stop building these things like, that need to be refueled constantly. I don't, I don't get it. It just feels like how I'm shocked that like the words diesel and submarine are in the same sentence. It's how they were run for a long, long time. But dude, Red October came out in like the 90s. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm shocked a day after that came out that like any new submarine wouldn't just be nuclear. So I guess we're special that way. I don't know. Um, Apparently, France has a really fucking loud submarine fleet. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Googling. Uh... They're, they're the neighbor who you always know when they're coming home at night, you know, with their goddamn submarines, right? Like Steve yeah. coming home in his motorcycle, right? Like, yep, that's Steve. Congratulations. Things loud as, loud as fuck. Yeah, apparently not since 1990. Dude, I was right. <laughs> Hold on. When did Red Fern October come out? I have I have not. That was that was the most excited I have. Red October 1990. It came out in 1990. I'm goddamn nailing it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that is a that's an, like you have that, you have Crimson Tide. <laughs> exactly. And like that's it. Like the world of submarines has not advanced since it's 1996. Nuclear. <laughs> well, according to France. What did they, they have? They not seen these movies. Did they think that this was like fan fiction? Do they not know that since like 1990 you could build these things? I wonder if Hunt for Red October fan fiction exists. <laughs> like, like, like not Jack Ryan fan fiction because that, like, I guarantee exists. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like specifically, you know, some Captain Romulus and maybe one where uh, Sam Neill gets to see Montana. Gets to see maybe, Montana. Maybe, yeah. maybe where he actually gets to live out his life in Montana. I, I want. I want to hunt for an October spinoff that can't happen now because Sean Connery's dead. <laughs> um, where Sean Connery, he's, like it's his, 
it's his like fish out of water tale in America bringing Sam Neill's ashes to Montana. Oh, like like like, 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 like old and, man road trip. Uh, yeah, montage? exactly. Yeah, know the language yeah. very well and like exactly. Oh yeah. man, that's all a- all the crazy hijinks that that um you know this Russian with a Scottish accent to get into. <laughs> right, right, and he picks up some like out of uh out of luck like uh, uh um grifter you know who like tries to steal from him and he like does his like i i was in the military you fuck like you can't do this shit to me and then like he teaches <laughs> the grifter morals and and but then the other the grifter gets gets this guy to open up that he really was in love with sam neil and like like it's a whole fucking thing right <laughs> yeah i mean I, th- I feel like i feel like you should get on that <laughs> that's the we movie should, we should we should green light this project we should just green light this right now we just need there, a new uh, sean connery there, there's no, there, I mean, there is enough Sean Connery footage out there that we could just like deep fake the rest. <laughs> <Deep> of the- <laughs> just green screen like, yeah. Sean Connery. I mean, who 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 could come up as a Sean Connery lookalike? I don't know. I don't think about it. You need the gruffiness. You need the hair. I don't know. I want, I want Patrick Stewart to just play Sean Connery in like in this Kevin Romulus and just like do his English accent as Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would see that. Just, just keep it completely discordant. Like, what? I'm, I'm bald too. I have a vaguely European accent. I, I dude, I, I will watch Patrick, Patrick Stewart in anything. I'm with you on this one. All right, green light this. It's done. It's done. <laughs> Look, we just, we, we know some friends who just got a whole bunch of money. Yeah, I think we should. We, just we need to, we, we need to reshift their focus, guys. Yeah. You should not be <laughs> building this other thing. You need to. We need to start casting. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We need we need a farm of GPUs to run all our deep fakes on. <laughs> to, to to build to build our deep to render our deep fakes. <laughs> uh, no script writers. You know, there's no time. Exactly. Just, just no. dump the money <laughs> in the GPU. <laughs> Whatever. You'll in, in fucking two months. You'll make it back for more anyway. Right. <laughs> we run out of money. Just turn them to, to Bitcoin mining, and then we get to yeah. go back to the script. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's the that's the that news. Uh, and other national, other uh, other international news around uh, social media companies and you know large international tech companies. Um, uh, we'll start to I think what is the smaller one, and we'll maybe go to the bigger one. So so the smaller one is um, uh, so so there's a, an election happening in, in Russia, and um, for a lot of you know corruption reasons, it's made intentionally incredibly hard to 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 um, unseat you know Putin. Uh, um, there's a lot of tactics that are like incredibly shady. Uh, Will you you mentioned some of us you to say in a minute? And and there was an app that was kind of meant to to be a counter measure to that. It was called uh, the, 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 the uh, naval navalny. I, I I'm definitely saying saying this wrong, but uh, Navalny 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 Navalny. Jesus Christ. Okay, well I butchered that. So Navalny, uh, which is this app that was meant to maybe counter- it's Navalny. I don't know. Ah, whatever. It's not why, naval. Why the fuck am I it's not naval. Why, why, why am I acting like an expert here? <laughs> <laughs> Naval, Nav- like say it like a Russian would. Navalny, Navalny, I don't know. Um, Navalny, no, I don't know. So, so it's meant to counteract it. It helps coordinate local um, uh, districts, I think, uh, of, of people to help them consolidate their vote to one person to to make it so that person wins because they tend to flood the amount of people that you can vote for. Um, and this app was continually brought down whenever it was hosted somewhere. And, and a few days before the election, it was removed from both Google and Apple, I'm sure at the request of Putin. And that kind of sucks. I don't think it's necessarily surprising, but still really sucks that, that it happened. 
and um, I'm sure is is just on you know Poon obviously doing everything he can to to keep his power right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, um, yeah. No, it's it is frustrating when U.S. tech companies succumb to kind of authoritarian regime demands so that they can continue to do business there. But we're not going to stop them from from doing that. So they have every incentive to. Right. Now, while this is uh, regimes demanding their compliance, let's flip to the the other side of what big tech companies will do when when maybe there is any lack or threat of compliance. So why don't you, why don't you talk about this one, Will? Yes, there was a, an article in the Wall Street Journal um, a couple of days ago that was about some internal documents in Facebook that talked about kind of the prevalence of um, drug and sex and human trafficking on their platforms, especially in um, developing nations. And these are problems that are really well known internally to Facebook and kind of the alarm has been rung internally where they're, they know that they are not doing nearly enough, but their strategy has been that growing their user base is more important than leasing their user base. So anything that's going to harm that like kind of growth strategy is secondary to just letting the user base grow. And their user base is, you know, essentially fully saturated in developed nations. And so where they're getting acquiring new users is all in developing nations that don't have the uh, necessarily have the infrastructure available to them to regulate Facebook in the same way that uh, like the United States does. And so they made the choice to be much more rigorous about policing specifically in states that can impact them like the United States, right? Countries that can impact them as opposed to developing nations that can't and just turn kind of a blind eye to this, which is pretty fucking evil. And, you know, kind of supports my, like, let's burn Facebook to the ground cause. I with you there. If not that, um, take it over and add a really good dose of regulation and oversight, which would probably effectively just kill it. Let's be honest. Right. Um, granted, I think we talked about this. The percentage of posts that are truly awful um, is probably not a, it's, it's not, you know, I, I don't know, single digit percentage points, maybe, maybe. Um, there, but the outcry from it, from that being removed, I'm sure would be disproportionate, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's stuff in this about like using Facebook marketplace to sell organs. Jesus. <laughs> um, and shit like that, where they're like, just not doing much about it. Okay. This is not like fake news. <laughs> yeah. This is like, that's terrible. That's like black market level. Yeah. It's like, it's like real bad. And like this, so, you know, they're kind of internal investigators were like, Hey, here's all of this drug cartel stuff. Should we do something about this? And they're like, eh. Right. Like, some, we've already banned we've already banned their name. She's like, yeah, but they're just using a fucking acronym. It's like, eh. Like, we know it. It's not that smart. Like, yeah, we, exactly. we know what they're doing. <laughs> they're using an acronym of their name. Right. Right. Like right. Their name is Mobile. This isn't, it's not even like, they're not even, they're not even moving Burn. it like layers or derivatives or like yeah. signals. It's just their name another way. Yeah. It's just um, like an, an initialism. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, I think both of these sides, one obviously clearly more egregious than the other, far more. But you know, just the idea that these big tech companies will will you know succumb to the will of bad actors and and allow you know bad things to happen, and then the second that you know they're in a space where no one cares, they are very happy to just do whatever in 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 the name of growth, right? Um, and uh, uh, I liked your idea before as well, which is 
Um, you know, I don't know if you'd ever get the momentum from it, but if you were to call out any issue, although I think the reason why people would want to do this would be different, but I think this this is like a pretty universally popular, you know, uh, a group of companies to attack to 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 regulate. Um, so why don't you go through like some of the ideas that you'd, you'd mentioned before that I think are that would be great if if there was a big push for about regulating these companies. Yeah, I mean, I just want to break them up and burn them to the ground at this point. I don't I don't even remember what my good ideas were. All right. Well, your your idea was to to hold to say if you want to do business in the United States. Oh, before I thought I sorry I thought you meant specifically around Facebook. No, I yeah, meant like no, the, big tech in general, right? Yeah. No. If if you they if anybody wants to do business in the United States, they should have to abide by the laws of the United States, obviously, which I mean, they would say that they do, but also like kind of the social values of the United States, right? And so if you want to continue doing business in the United States, then you can't, you know, allow your app to be removed or an app to be removed from an app store in a, in a you know dictatorial government because it uh, helps unsuppress votes. You know, things that are pretty plainly against American ideals, you should have to conform to, or at least, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yep. You, yep. you have to, you have to conform to American ideals throughout your business. Right. And if that means Putin doesn't um, like it, they can ban the company and that sucks, yep. but it's either America or Russia. Uh, I don't know if that would work I, against China, but like it would certainly work against Russia. Yeah. I mean, the American, the American market share, like that's the biggest market. Right. So that, that is a lot of economic pressure. Turns out having a, you know, capitalist society that allows lobbying is um, lets companies do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Re- removes that economic pressure. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, so we don't have this on our list, but this kind of goes in, in the same vein as this, like, uh, you know, lobbying is fucking ridiculous talk track. Uh, did you see the article today about how the um, the department, the Treasury Department, hires a bunch of um, like high end accountants from companies, and they help write like tax codes, and then they go back to their company and they get huge bonuses and raises, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um... So they do like they do like a couple year stint at the Treasury Department in between their tenure, like, you know, while they're working for like GE as, you know, pretty high up in their accounting department, then they'll go work for the treasury department for a couple of years and work on making tax laws beneficial to GE. And then they'll go back to GE and get a huge fucking bonus. Right. Because they're going to come <laughs> they, in as this insanely this qualified accountant and the U S treasury is like, great. Like, geez, GE, you're like one of the top people. Like, yeah, we'll take but you. This is like a known thing that happens in the treasury department. It's like, it's not even like them coming in under the guise of like, this is just like this revolving door of corporate accountants doing this is like super prevalent. Um, do they look at it as like the cost of doing business of getting talent in the treasury department? Um, yeah. I mean, I would imagine so, right? Like you want people who understand tax law to be working there, right? Like who, who better to understand it than the people who like deal with it on a very, very intimate basis. But that's like bringing the wolves in the, whatchamacallit, right? Yeah. The wolves yeah, in the, the hen house, whatever. The hen house. Yeah, the hen house. Yeah. So wolf in sheep's clothing in a, in no a one, hen house of... <laughs> no one knows how tasty hens are more than these wolves. Uh, if we're ever going to secure this, this hen house, 
we better we bring the break. ones who know how to break in better than anyone yeah. else. And they're like, look, I definitely know how to prevent them back it. into the wild. And yeah. Hope that they didn't put in trap doors. Right. Right. I'll make sure like, no wolves get in back, here. Back doors. Really? Also, yeah, exactly. there's this back door over here. That's for wolves. Um, <laughs> that's totally not for wolves. Don't yeah. worry about this. Don't back worry. Door. I won't tell any other wolves about it. Um, this, this back door is not wolf sized. It's elephant sized. Uh, no uh, wolves can go in there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What you- <laughs> Do you see any elephants around? Jesus. Yeah. What are, elephants don't even like hens. Like yeah. this is perfect. why would wolves use the elephant sized door? Yeah. They're going to look at it and be like, I don't know what to do with this. We're fine. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Also, my pack is going to pay me in hens <laughs> that we're definitely not going to get from your hen house. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you, did you count me? Did you catch me counting all the hens and, <laughs> and licking my lips? Um, it's weird. We've we've taken that metaphor pretty far. Sorry, <laughs> we've really we've really run that one until it was like out of track. It was. <laughs> I didn't know where to go anymore with it. I'm like, I'm just gonna start saying things that have nothing to do with hens. Then yeah. this is gonna be bad. I'm like, what do hens do? They just sit around. They don't even do anything. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you should read that article. It's interesting. That is, I, I thought I caught a whiff of it somewhere. It's, it's fine. You start crazy. talking about it. Right. Cause you don't think of accountant. Like you, we all think of the elected officials or like the, um, the, the top ranking, you know, people brought in to run a department. We don't think about the more, the, the less, you know what I mean? Like we expect the person who's heading an agency to bring in someone. And if they're heavily partisan, they bring, bring in a bunch of people and they chop it up or they do something crazy. Right. Um, you don't expect this to just be there regardless, right? That's what you're getting at. That's that's like the weird part, right? Like when what's yes. his name took over, uh, um, you know, the United States Postal Service. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah the joy. Yeah, the joy. Like blah blah blah. Got it. The guy's gonna try and you know hurt it every way he possibly can. But then you find out that like the mail carriers just did, like you know what I mean. We're sabotaging it the whole time. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like the mail carriers were working there and then going yeah. back to FedEx and getting these massive raises for not delivering mail. <laughs> it's like, wait, Dude, that's the, that's the, the Newman strategy. <laughs> like, <laughs> so this was just happening. <laughs> Del- Didn't even matter. Rates are too high. Yeah. <laughs> delivery rates are too high. Uh, this look bad. All right. Yeah. Accounting uh, giants gain favorable tax rules. So I'll, I'll post this in the, um, in the links to that thing. Cool. Um, all right, this one's a little, I'll leave this one a little weird for the pressing one. So I don't want to flip there yet. So, so, uh, funny interview, um, just calling out, um, Jake Tapper, um, interviews, uh, governor of Mississippi. And, and this is an interesting stat. He says, if Mississippi were its own country, uh, they would be the second in the world only to Peru in terms of deaths per capita with COVID. And, and of course the governor just standing there and he's like, do you, do you have any uh, explanation for this? And he's like, deaths are a lagging indicator. Like, that's it. That's just his line. Just deaths are a lagging indicator. Um, and, 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 and then, you know, he goes on to, well, what about Biden and everything? But like Tapper for seven minutes is like, are you going to do anything about this information? And, and, and the guy basically was like, look, things are getting better. Everything's great. And he's like, so you're not going to do anything. And he's like, look, I don't know why you're spending so much time on me. There's all these other areas around me that are also doing really shitty. Like, why are you spending so much time on me? And he's like, so you're going to do nothing. And he just wouldn't answer the question. Um, I think it's maybe not necessarily surprising, but that stat is pretty fucking surprising, right? Like, I was shocked. Not to anybody who's real. ever been in Mississippi. <laughs> but like, also, like, why are you spending so much time on me? Because you're the fucking guy on my show. 
Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I tell you? Want me to talk well, he's about like, Alabama why aren't we talking about like New York and California? And Jake Tapper's like, because you're the governor of Mississippi. Why should we talk about that? We're going to talk yeah. about Mississippi. I bring you on here to talk about Mississippi. Why would I bring you on here to talk about other, other, you know, other states? Like, I don't, what? You know? Yeah. I don't um, know. Also, like, it's a lagging indicator. Yeah. I mean, it's an indicator that you sucked really bad a while <laughs> yeah, ago. A few weeks and, ago. And, and maybe, maybe you don't suck as much soon but you definitely sucked that much a few weeks ago right and if the entire world is on the lagging indicator we are all effectively all at at the same time it's not like you're the only one on a lagging indicator you know yeah i mean well his point right like i understand what he's trying to say which is it's getting better right right but like hey we kind of want to know why it sucks so bad then right Right. Basically, and I fucked and up. Like, and like, and TBD about whether or not it still sucks <laughs> or not. Like, we all know that my actions three weeks ago caused this, but, but, but it could already be solved by now. So why are we even talking about it? Right. Yeah. You don't know whether or not it's solved. I don't know whether it's called, nor yeah. am I going to admit to doing anything about solving it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't prove that it is not solved. So <laughs> for the next six minutes, we're both on under how the much more time am I going to be on Jake Tapper? Is really the question yeah, that it's solved. Uh, so you know, I, I maybe nothing surprising, just a funny interview. No, uh, I mean, I, the the so I, I didn't listen to the interview, but what you had said about it earlier, where his kind of response was to blame Biden for not for only caring about blue states, yeah, which is you know kind of the same shit that you know, the, the same like projection shit that Republicans have been doing forever, which is like, you know, Donald Trump and Jared Kushner didn't give a shit about COVID at the beginning because it was only going to uh, affect big cities, which were only in blue states. Like it was going to disproportionately affect blue states. So they don't care. Right. Like that was what they were doing was only caring about the red states. Um, right. Because if, if, if it only hit dense areas, he could just, yeah. which tend to be blue, he could rail at democrats for for being how poorly they managed right and then and then because and they were betting on the idea that because there was some kind of idea that this probably wasn't going to spread too deep into like rural areas were going to be far less affected in the beginning like for long, were, they, yeah for, for a long time they were yeah. far less affected right it's really been like variants that have you know kind of upped that tremendously because there's so much more contagious uh, contagious right um also like Mississippi, like every other state, has more vaccines available to it than than they use. So, what the fuck do you want Biden to do? Is he is he providing no, no more it's... unused vaccines to New York <laughs> than they are to like? Like, I get that we haven't used our supply yet. We still have a whole bunch sitting oh, around. Oh, but you've, but no, you've, uh, he he attacked uh, Biden on a uh, not uh, uh, monoclonal antibodies by like not making them more readily available and cheaper and stuff like that. What's what sucks? And so I was thinking about this earlier today when i saw an article about how monoclonal antibodies are um the supply is dwindling really quickly because of how deeply they're being leveraged out of necessity right because it's you know one of the only therapeutics available um that i was worried that that would be a very easy attack against the kind of current administration because people don't fucking understand it right the administration has been railing for you know months and months that the problem with mon like monoclonal antibodies work, it's just that you can't scale that production in the same way that you can vaccines. Right. So like, they're, it's never going to be a widely available therapeutic. And they've been saying that for a long time, but people don't fucking understand that. So all they're going to say, like, you know, 
Republican governors, Republican politicians and pundits will say that, you know, this administration failed to supply, you know, the one treatment that we know works against COVID and their fucking yokels will, will believe them. And some, probably some measure of independence will be like, oh yeah, they're fucking, they should have done more to produce more. Right. They can scale a vaccine. More. They can't scale this. Like Biden, like yeah, Biden exactly. clearly doesn't care about the red states because he's just favoring people who want the vaccine. Like yeah, you can see like, the I story. I think it's a pretty easy talk. Trump. It's a fair point. And, and maybe the Republicans know that. And like, this is like their weird way, but man, this is like, it's such a, it's, I guess it's when you're, when you're so deep into it, this is your, this is like, this must seem like a half decent way to recover, you know, is to, of like, of, of like uh, a way to redirect that has enough legitimacy in reality that it'll take hold in enough places, right? Like without the full context. Yeah. Like what they're saying is true in, in a sense. Yeah. The, I mean, there is a shortage of Biden is not delivering on enough yeah. Regeneron, right? Um, so like, sure. Like it, not everything you're saying is false. It's just. Yeah. It's like, hey, you, you enacted the Defense uh, Production Act for COVID tests, but you didn't do it for this. Why not? Right. Right. And like, nobody's ever, like, they're never going to listen to the answer about why not. That's fucking rhetorical. Why not? Right. You've already won by asking the question. Um, exactly. Or, or, or I, I won't say that these guys are winning, but it is a strategy that is the most legitimate. They've literally, they've literally never won. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you want to say like, we can say that Republican strategists will know they can't just say anything. Like, yeah, some of them will. And you'll always get some people who believe anything, but they know they can't win if they literally just say anything. They have to tie some bit to a shred of reality. And this has uh, holdings to a shred of reality. So you always yeah. worry about these types of things, right? Yeah, this, this I think is, um, this feels intuitive. Right. And I'm always, I'm always worried about arguments that feel intuitive because if people don't do any research, they're like, oh yeah, that does make sense. And like, that's good enough for most people. Right. I, I believe my gut. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and like in a country, in a, in a country where what 56% of people can't name the three bodies of government. Um, well, so, so here's the other thing too, government. you know, that, and then this, I mean, I'm sure you're on board with this, even though it, it doesn't sound great. Like, you know, that there should be some, you know, in a better world, we would be like, look, you don't get the vaccine. You don't, you are not owed any monoclonal antibodies. Like this must only be given like, and I know we wouldn't really do this, but like, if the supply is that limited, it's like, you're refusing to help yourself. You know, it's like someone jumps into the river and, 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 and it's like, okay, we have to send the coast guard. And someone else is like, well, I'm going to jump into a, 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 I'm sorry, I'm going to jump into like the ocean. Okay. Now we get to send another coast guard. And like, and like, it's like, you know, a hundred thousand people decide to jump in the ocean. And, and at some point you have to be like, look, if you jump in the ocean, we do have to help people who aren't just jumping into the ocean. So like, if you jump in the ocean, I'm sorry, we're not going to help you if you just jump in. Now, if you fall in, I'm going to come and get you, but I'm, I'm not going to help you if you jump in the ocean, even though outside of a pandemic, yeah, you're an asshole, but I'm going to come and save you. Like, when does that happen? Yeah. I mean, I think that, uh, I think that rationing healthcare is always going to be a losing argument and probably yeah. not one that I'm on board with, but you are on board. No, you are on board. Remember we talk about like ICU beds, kicking up people who were not vaccinated for people who were vaccinated. Right. That's rationing. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's the same thing. Right. I, yeah, no, I, I agree with you in principle, but yeah. like when you're like, when does that start happening? Like never because yeah rationing healthcare is not a winning strategy and there's probably a reason that i don't get to make the decisions about kicking people out but of I'm, icu beds but i'm saying like those decisions have already been made during this pandemic like they, they've already happened right 
weren't there policies already yeah. that were enacted? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they're, I don't know. I don't remember. I thought that hospitals were enacting policies around like preference. Not, yeah. I think not treating um, people who hadn't been vaccinated, like sending them to a different hospital. Got it. I believe, I believe I saw that. But Got I'm it. Not sure. All right. Well, I don't, I don't remember to your point. I, I don't know where you, where you draw lines like that, but like, what do you do when like a hundred thousand people all just decide to jump in the water near the coast guard? Like, and then there's like 10,000 people who legitimately didn't jump in who, who just, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's a terrible, what do analogy, you do? But I, under, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think it's that bad, but I guess it's, I, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's look, it's no, it's no elephant door. It's <laughs> all, all I'm saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> It's the analogy night. That's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that should be the name of the podcast. Anal- analogy night with Jim and Will. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it is. It is very frustrating that it is endlessly frustrating that people who could have helped themselves don't, and that they are causing harm to people who uh, do everything they know, can. That's did, it all yeah, went well within a the, reasonable. Did, yeah yeah did the right thing right because you you do hear the horror stories of like you know having to turn away people because all the icu beds are full for like legitimate reasons legitimate being like non-covid reasons right um but yeah i mean you still gotta give them you still gotta treat them yep and i hope that we figure out i say we like i'm on the team um i hope i hope that the administration figures out how to message the difficulty in production of regeneron right or figure out um some way to get everyone vaccinated um in a way that <laughs> yeah yeah good luck with that yeah i don't know i don't know we've seen that they're trying many different strategies hopefully some are successful well i mean the most successful so far have been just the mandates the most successful apparently is like the military which you know yeah. a bit more control there right um <laughs> yeah <laughs> like fucking do it or you're, you're or we're gonna court-martial you. yeah no like i think you'll, there was a dishonorably discharged well like they, they made a mandate and like it went from i think like 76 percent to like 89 percent in like two weeks <laughs> like yeah. the entire military <laughs> like whoa okay you know uh um anyways um yeah it sucks okay but so moving on to more crazy politics uh and this is just me you know complaining but uh marjorie teller green announced an ad where she talks about she's going to blow away the Democrats, um, our, their socialist agenda, and she blows up a car. It's a Prius with the with the word socialism written on the side. And, uh, of, just, of course, it's a Prius. Yeah, because I was like, I, it wouldn't be a Tesla. Teslas are too like you got to go after the thing that's like the epitome of like the beta male, blah 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 blah, right? Like that, all that. So um, she blows it up with this big like fucking I don't know anti tank gun. Used used a used Tesla to pretty cheap. I mean, I used uh, Priuses are pretty cheap. Sure. Tesla's pretty expensive. <laughs> um, so she fires a big gun. There's a big massive explosion. You see it from some like high up, like um, you know, uh, yeah, video. She, fi- fire, she fires a fucking huge, like 50 caliber sniper rifle. Yeah, I don't know what the thing's like used in, for, but it looks like, like could... it's for, it's for putting holes in the engine blocks of fucking cars. Yeah, shit. Like... So so she blows it up, and and this person. Uh, on twitter was like you know would love to hear that both sides are radicalizing journalists find anything remotely analogous analogous jesus and analogous well can you say I the word I don't, I don't know i don't ana- know exactly ana- ana- analogous thank you that one i don't, I don't uh, know exactly how we can be analogy night with with jim and will if <laughs> would i botch the word <laughs> yeah if but give it a chance the can you put it in another- 
Uh, anal logus. Anal logus. <laughs> Lots of logus and anyways. Um, I, I think he brings up a good point. I, the, the, I, I get that there is radicalism and extremism on both sides. I certainly love uh, uh, having, you know, very hyperbolic rhetoric from time to time on far left issues and, and, you know, being extreme, right? I was just literally talking about rationalizing, ra- uh, rash- rationaling, uh, uh, you know, you medical supplies. Post what I am. I don't do my, my mouth. Is blah, 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 blah. But, but <laughs> like to this guy's point, which I'm just kind of parroting it, like the idea that the extremes on both sides are, are the same and that both sides is, is like both sides are crazy. So like none of this matters. I don't know. This, it just always feels like, and this is just one example of many that the rights extreme is just, a, it, it's clearly not the same, right? They're both bad, but one's worse. Yeah. Well, the, the idea is like, you know, the kind of left, like the, the most left person in Congress just wants there to not be poor people and for everybody to have healthcare, <laughs> right? Like the most, because like, there are, yeah, there are extremes on the left in like, you know, like not the Twitter and social yeah, no, media well, like, and all the yeah, yeah, sure, not sure, in sure. government that have yeah. like some fucking great, like, you know, people who like burn down developments sure. because of, uh, you know, encroachment on wildlife and shit like that. Right. Like, so there's like some extreme. Like eco-terrorism kind of. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But they're not in fucking Congress. So like this is mainstream enough, you know, for her to be a member of Congress to do this. And it's, and it's like not only acceptable, it is a fundraising video. Like that's what this is. She is, she is fundraising with this. Right. She wasn't caught saying this and it's now hurting her. This was. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's violent, right? Like that's the big difference between the, the, the right and the left is like the violent undertones of this, of how she is going to blow away the, like the, uh, the left. Right. And calls out like Pelosi by name. And like, didn't we go through this with, um, with Sarah Palin and, uh, Gifford in, uh, Arizona? Uh, refresh my memory. What do you mean? The congresswoman who was shot. Um, oh, right, 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 right. In the head. And she, they were like, apparently, I don't, I don't know if this was actually true, but like the, there was like the, you know, Sarah Palin hit list. Yep. Like target list or whatever. Um, like, didn't we go through whether or not this was acceptable then? Granted, that was 10 years ago. So nothing from 10 years ago matters anymore. Right. That's ancient history. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there is, there is a, it is not a difficult leap to make between that ad and somebody saying Marjorie Taylor Greene wants us to kill people on the left, like blow away people on the left. And that's the problem. Yeah. Beyond all of the rest of the just kind of toxicity of that kind of message anyway, you know, that you're taking a radicalized group and giving them violent imagery and, and violent intent and saying like, I have that violent intent as well. And I will prove it with this gigantic gun and a target that says socialists. Right. Also, I call everybody, everybody on the left in Congress a socialist. So, you know, so just do some simple, simple arithmetic and, and draw your own conclusions. I'm not telling you two plus two is four. You got to figure that out on your own. Right. And when you do shoot a bunch of people, just going to blame video games. Like that must've been it. It's a, I mean, like, Good luck blowing away people in Congress. You don't have any fucking committee appointments because you're an asshole. You have no power. Right. Continue the grift as long as you and, can. And, and and you represent fucking Bumblefuck Georgia, so nobody cares. But and you had to move to Bumblefuck Georgia. Yeah, didn't she? So like that could, she, so, that, so that you could get elected because it turns out nobody in Alfreda, where you're really from, 
want anything to do with your shit. Right. Right. Like I also want to know what the fuck she does in in fucking Congress all day because she doesn't she has no power. I think she, she walks around yeah, she with like camera crews and on, just like she can vote on things, but like she can't she can't do anything else. Like she she has no committee assignments. Does she just like I like my mental image is like she just like storms down the hallway back and forth past um AOC's door all day long. Just like building up some narrative in her head about like when i see her i'm gonna say this thing and it's gonna be so good and my guys are gonna get on on camera we're gonna put on twitter and then like she runs an aoc and she freezes up like this is what i think this is my my mental image of what she does all day in congress i I, it's probably not that far off she's definitely done the like open the mail slot to aoc and yelled inside thing so like yeah yeah um fucking these fucking people uh, but I mean, kind of related news is she is, you know, this kind of toxicity is the reason that um, a Republican congressperson from Ohio is not seeking reelection and he is blaming the toxicity of uh, the Republican, Republican Party. So that's fun. It's something. Yeah, it's something. I wonder if he's going to turn into a Lincoln Project grifter, but we'll see. Yeah. Whatevs. Right. They had some, they had some funny memes. They did. They did. But anybody who's donating to the Lincoln Party, if you're on the left, you're an asshole. Yeah. Yes. Those people are still dicks. They are assholes. Yeah. It was, it's a grift. They, they, do not have, they do not have the same interests as no. you. George Conway is an for, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's happy to take the left's money shitting on Trump. Yeah. Fucking idiots. All right. Um, I wonder I wonder if, if Kellyanne is in on it in, internally. Like, hey, I'm going to get all the, the right's money. You get all the left's money. <laughs> We're going to seem like we're at odds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our daughter is going to fucking hate us. Yeah. But you and I, we're going to be rich. It'll all be okay. Yeah. I would not be surprised. Um, so speaking of AOC, uh, the Met Gala happened and AOC showed up with a dress saying tax the rich, right? Uh, Barry, the, the, one of the most prestigious events uh, in New York City of the year, right? Like always going to be like somewhere top three or whatever, right? It's a big thing. I don't think Ivanka was invited, which is kind of funny. Um, and she showed up. She came with a political statement, and 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 um, there have been many uh, comments. I feel like, I feel like we should invite Ivanka, but she would have to wear the same dress, just with the words, um, but unironically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, she. Uh, uh, I'm sure she really wanted to go. I don't know if she's actually ever been, but I remember hearing something like she was an extended invite. Um, which I'm kind of happy. I, I kind of hope that she, I, I really hope that she gets the Richard Spencer treatment. I really do. That would be incredible. You know? Yeah. Her family has a lot more money. Richard yeah. Spencer's. <laughs> yeah. It won't, but yeah. maybe, maybe one day, right? Maybe one, one can day. always hope. A boy can dream. <laughs> so AOC <laughs> did this, um, you know, uh, obviously showing up to uh, uh, an incredibly prestigious event that costs, I don't know, 25,000 a ticket or something like that. It's some insane, insane amount while talking about tax the rich wearing this uh, designer dress, um, you know, drew a lot of like, Hey, isn't this thing uh, massively hypocritical? Um, some people took some really, uh, uh, you know, nuanced takes uh, other people like Maureen Dowd, uh, opinion colonist at the New York times, I think maybe had a not so great take uh, kind of relating what she did to uh, Elizabeth Holmes, um, you know, founder and fraud of Theranos kind of saying these are on the same up and up and uh maybe took it to an extreme but um but um definitely some backlash uh i I, i'm ultimately you know i'm ultimately for something like this but but um i think the backlash is kind of expected yeah i mean i think that 
like obviously I'm on board with taxing the rich. I think it's a little bit tone deaf, even though like, I don't know, I'm probably not one to say that AOC is tone deaf because she certainly has a more understanding of, of the ramifications than I do. But um, it feels a little tone deaf to me to go to a $35,000 per ticket event and then, you know, rail against the rich, which is kind of Marine Dowd's point, right? Is like, if you're going to go to this thing, just fucking go. Just like own the fact that you're going. Right. And I can, I can kind of get on board with that to some extent, like that take at least. Um, like this meta message that AOC is, is delivering. Like, I don't know that you get to necessarily like enjoy the trappings of this luxurious lifestyle that you have while also saying, but fuck this, all these rich people that are allowing me to do all, all of this, these luxurious things. Right. It feels a little hypocritical. So if you want to go to the Met Gala, just fucking go, but don't like turn it into some broader message that is going to seem a little bit tone deaf. I kind of, I kind of disagree here. I think anytime far left agenda or even just somewhat left agenda is, is put in a, is put in a, a place that, that like, you know, being there, you, I, the, the idea that it's self hypocritical to me, this is like, uh, um, you know, this is like if someone who plays sports takes a kneel, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, like, what are you doing this for? Right? No, if someone kneeled and said, you know, uh, uh, tax the rich and they're one of the most highest paid football players or basketball players or something like that, like, like, aren't you also being like, you make more money than like pretty much everyone else out here. Like, come on, you know, like just play, just play your sport. Just, just, just do your thing. You know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not telling her to stay in her lane. Also, I don't know that necessarily taking a knee is a good analogy here or anal goji. However you want to pronounce well, it's it. more it's more of a disruption um, than wearing a dress yeah, right I, like, I, I don't i don't i don't know that that's necessarily the best analogy um you know i think that i think that this is a particularly focused thing right like the because of the exclusivity and because of like kind of the pomp and circumstance and, and luxury around the med gala it feels more hypocritical to me again i'm not saying she shouldn't go i think she should go like I understand, I understand why these takes are happening, and like I can, I can get on board with them. Like I don't think that they're bad takes necessarily. I just and like, like and, and and at the end of the day, all the all it's going to do, right? The people who support AOC and support that message are gonna be like, yeah, that's awesome. And the people who um, hate AOC are just gonna use it as an example of, you know, it's it'll be the same thing as like her sweatshirts. Like, oh, you're 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 all about you know the poor, but you charge you know, $85 on your website for a sweatshirt or something like that. Um, is that normal? It'll just be more ammunition fodder into like, you know, these minor hypocrisies, even though like the fucking sweatshirts are fundraising things. It's better than a sniper rifle. Right. This is not, um, it's tax the rich, not kill the rich. Right. Um, this isn't, my point is this isn't changing anybody's opinion at all. I think nobody, nobody who, nobody who likes her and agrees with the message is going to be mad about it. And all the people who disagree with the message and dislike her are going to be annoyed about it. Maybe, but this is, this is just another way of getting a message out. I, I, I take it as like, like, I do not think that there is, I think that the Venn diagram of yeah. people who pay attention to the Met Gala and or like care about the Met Gala and, you know, are like agree with left politics or that's a circle. I think a lot of people, like, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I only reason I even know the Met Gala was even happening was because this happened. Like it brings attention, right? She's she's yeah. she's a she's a force to be reckoned with in 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 social media, and 
going to one of the most prestigious events and being like, you know, way more interested in in Little Nas X's C-3PO costume. He had like a bunch of outfits, right? Yeah. One of them was C-3PO. I'm going to see if this thing trended around this. How do you do Google Trends? It almost certainly did, but that is not indicative of, um, I don't think Google does the same level of like uh, trend stuff that we're. Let's do past seven days. Yeah, no, I, I am 100% sure that it, but I don't think that's indicative of, you know, getting your message out there. I think that is indicative of people like you and me searching for a picture of it. Maybe. Or like, but if people are talking know. about it, you're talking about it, right? No, like, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, right? It yeah, like shifts yeah. the window, it shifts the window a little bit. Right. It shifts. So people um, are talking, like reporters have to talk about taxing the rich. It's yeah, just, I, I get what, I, I get forcing you're discussion in that space. Yeah. I like that. I, I understand it. And I think this kind of move, like you, you, you force the discussion there. And I don't think the, like, I think the grifters on the right want to score the cheap points, but like that doesn't necessarily come as a negative cost in general. You know, I think no, um, like, uh, this doesn't hurt her in any way. Yeah. I don't know. I, the dress I didn't, I don't think it was like, I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about passion, but like, I don't know. I, I didn't care much for the dress, but like, I don't know anything about passion, but like uh, the message. Great. Great message. I mean, it, yeah, it could have been like eat the rich. That would have been. That would have been more. uh, That would have been. That would. That would have been getting in that lane of like, uh, slow down here. Let's just get back to the more. Would have been more aggressive. More, more MTG style. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So just just a dress of Mitch McConnell's head with a crosshair on it. (laughs) Right. If she showed up with that and be like, "What do you mean?" Like, (laughs) it's just an X. What we we use X's in in words all the time. Like, are you saying any like, (laughs) guys? It's a joke. Right, it's ridiculous. Um, that's a joke. Yeah, that's all. Uh, right, it's always a joke on the right. Um, so uh, special recall, uh, unsuccessfully, uh, unsucceeded, uh, unsucceeded. Un, yeah, succeeded. Jesus fuck. I don't do that. It's 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 one forty in the morning. Failed. Right, failed. failed. <laughs> I like the way I was going. I I, I like the counterintuitive, like the successfully blah blah blah. Because I thought you thought I was going to say it was success. Uh, uh uh and then I messed it up. I botched it. So failed. <laughs> Miserable failure. Uh, what was like a hundred million dollars wasted on this? Um, and Larry Alder, where I think it was the lead candidate to to take over, um, uh, conceded very quickly. Uh, I think before the election was like even officially um, done, like people weren't even done voting. Right? Um, tallies were still clearly being collected. Maybe there were some very small preliminary results. Um, I actually don't know if any results hit the market because apparently he had a created a website shortly after uh, his official resignation, saying that the entire thing was a fraud. And, and uh, obviously, you know, the grift, the grift continues. Yeah. I mean, this was uh, as much of a landslide as you could have, right? It was like 64% for uh, no on the recall, which is pretty impressive. And yeah, it, it is uh, unsurprising to me that he launched a website looking for donations to, to do a help recount fight, or whatever he did. To help fight, yeah, the, to I investigate mean, the fraud. Honestly, if you're, if there's going to be any, well, like, I don't think it's a close election. I don't think it's like one of the states that's like, oh, it's 51% for for Biden and 49% for Trump. Like, that's going to be the the election fraud one. It's, it's going to be like the, you know, kind of Putin style margins of, you know, it's like 87% of these people voted for. <laughs> what? Like, eh. I'm, I'm very poppy. Very poppy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You see me on horseback? No, sure. Yeah. Yeah, when no. You get, when, when you're getting like 65, when you're getting like 35 point margins here, like that's pretty rough. Like that, that, that I'd be like, yeah, maybe, maybe like I would buy that more than I would buy Georgia, I guess is what I'm saying. Not right. that like, of course, of course there was no, 
Right. This was all within but the margins. It was all clear. My, my point like, is like I could I could make the case for that being more plausible. <laughs> right. If like 85% said no, you might be like, yeah. ah, this is a little high. This is yeah. a little high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but and I can election, find fifteen. I can find like twenty percent of people who hate that guy's fucking face, and we'll just vote no. We'll vote vote yes on the recall because of that. So um, so so, but like Trump, twenty sixteen, millions of people in California voted illegally, right? So so now like a D plus what like twenty state, right? Uh, um, uh, 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 like I guess my point is you this this election fraud grift can can clearly is proven to just work anywhere. It doesn't matter. Like reality bears no, has no bearing on the, on the grift on, on how much money you can make, because you can do it in, in the close elections. You can go to an elections. You were never going to win. It just, you can just say it anywhere. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of it is you're asking people to prove a negative first off. Right. Like prove to me that there wasn't voter fraud, which is pretty difficult to do because there's always going to be like one or two cases of it um, that you can lean on. And be like, well, this might be more more widespread than this because we found these, and we just haven't found the others yet. Yeah. By the way, they were both Republican, but apparently that doesn't matter. Um, and I'm not saying that that, that happened here, just, but I know that fraud. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the bigger problem is is that like trying to trying to win states on like stupid archaic loopholes, like you know, shore up power through archaic loopholes, is kind of their mo, and that is just more than the voter fraud thing that's what's happening here and like what's happening in all over the country um you know you could get into some like really really wonky circumstances in in like california where you could have the recall vote succeed with like 49 percent of people saying no and then he gets recalled and the you could have like you know elder win 20 percent of the the vote for who gets to replace him and so you have you know this tiny somebody who who won a tiny uh, amount of of the population now in control of that state all because like this stupid system exists that hasn't been patched in a hundred fucking years we need balance patches to, to, <laughs> patch to, updates to quote, to, to quote brian patch updates requested um yeah exactly like oh shit they broke the system too like we gotta fix it <laughs> there's a lot of there's wasn't, a lot it, wasn't of... it uh jefferson who was saying that like the constitution should only have a 20-year shelf life that should it should be rewritten every 20 years jesus am i making that up i feel maybe i'm making that up it feels true though you ever get you ever get one of those like i don't know why i know this thing like it has to be true because i wouldn't have made it, it up yeah like that, that's a weird thing to make up like, uh, why would i change what is this all right well google autocomplete country's constitution me. should be rewritten every 19 years yeah <laughs> what's funny about this article is is it is it says this uh uh um it says Thomas Jefferson believed that a country's constitution should be rewritten every 19 years. Instead, the use constitution, which Jefferson did not help write. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Paris serving as U.S. Minister of France when the Constitutional Convention was held, uh, has prevailed since 1789. I think I think that's kind of a dig. I'll be honest. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, but yeah. like I'm, I feel vindicated here. Thank you for googling this real quick, so I, I know that I wasn't just talking out of my ass. No, well done, well done. Um, but yeah. Fucking Jefferson, back in the 1700s, knew we needed balance patches. Dude, he wasn't, but no, Jefferson wasn't doing that. He was like a, a rip and replace. That's yeah. scary as shit. Yeah. Could you imagine? That's scary as shit. If, if, well, if, no, if, like if constitutional 19- convention right now would be real scary. Yes, yes. If like, it's like, we got to make a new one. If you imagine they said, we got to make a new one two years ago. We'd be like, well, where are we moving, Will? But the spirit of this was balance patches. Sure. Probably. Right. I don't know. 
wasn't Jefferson kind of heavily against a lot of this shit? Fucking, I don't know, dude. Maybe it was. Maybe I can. I can. We can interpret best no, case. I mean, best case. Like, like what's 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 the other reading of it? Is like every nineteen years we should just try something fucking wacky. Like, no, like I don't like a lot like, of these directions. Like, so yeah, like in nineteen years, we're we're gonna go to a different direction. Yeah, like we're gonna just try some shit. Yeah, yeah. throw it at the wall. If it doesn't work. We'll find out every state and 19, and, and 19 years from Dude. now we'll, we'll, we'll fix it again. Jefferson would be like, Hey, every state look under your seat. You're a country and you're a country and you're a country. You're all fucking countries. Yeah. All right. So the, uh, uh, long, long story short, California should change their fucking recall laws. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have full agreement. And, and, and the fucking, how about Republicans just try to run on some popular shit as opposed to doing wildly unpopular things. and weaponizing resent and and loopholes in government that you created in order to sneak wolves through the elephant door or are we that's the second callback that's number two you are keeping this thing alive <laughs> oh man i really hope you try and go over number three so so um that is all the articles i had we had two topics uh that you brought up that i thought were very interesting so let's um let's dig into them now do you want me to read them or you want to get you want to kick it off uh yeah no i can kick it off um so yeah a little bit outside of politics because it's all we fucking talk about here is um i was was looking at some emails from from my company and we use a uh, scheduling assistant um and like logistics assistant that is essentially just it's a bot right It's, it's just going to uh schedule tasks with customers for like upgrades and installations and shit like that and it it sends emails as Agatha answers. And if you Google Agatha answers, it's like this, you know, uh, it's by forethought AI and it's exactly that. It's a scheduling assistant. Um, but it's Agatha answers at purestorage.com and customers reply to Agatha as if it was a person. And I, I, I have always been under the, the kind of belief or of the belief that if you are talking to a robot, it should have to disclose the fact that it's a robot. I don't, for whatever reason, I do not like the idea that I could be communicating with a machine and have no idea that it's a machine. And I don't know exactly why I feel like that, but I don't know that it's, it's like a rare thing. And I think that like, as AIs get smarter and like these bots get, you know, more capable and, and more convincing and like, they're already really convincing because people fucking reply to this thing all the time as if it was a person, as if Agatha, you know, worked in, in Mountain View, um, you know, it's going to be like more not insidious but like the ramifications of of what you tell about and what it can do with that information might be different than like if you were just talking to a person so like i think that we should have to disclose the fact that this is not a person like this is not a a badged employee this is just a fucking computer program that you're talking to does that make sense um kind of like there's a gut feeling there that i kind of identify with but i can't actually translate it to um uh any like what that means like practically so like there's a gut feeling there of like some kind of weird you know this this should matter but i can't figure out why or even the harm i don't understand the harm here but i get i get there's a a gut feeling or i just i can't articulate why why it is even bad yeah i don't think there's a harm here necessarily i think the harm is in like the future if we don't regulate it now so say we so say you you hit that point what's the harm then because i I still don't even understand it I, i don't i don't know yet Okay, fair enough. I, I, you reserve is, you reserve like, the right to to describe yeah. the harm when it when it happens. Exactly. <laughs> no, this is like again, this is like kind of some some like base intuition thing sure. that I don't trust AIs. 
and I don't, I don't like, you know, the amount of information that uh, companies can, what, what companies can do with the amount of information gathered via an intelligent enough AI or, you know, uh, a sophisticated enough ML algorithm, right? Um, and the more communication that you have with them, the more it can get funneled into that. Again, I don't have like a hard, I would have to, I, in preparation for talking about this, I probably should have come up with some examples, but because <laughs> I'm sure, because I'm sure they're out there. And if I think about it long enough, I'm sure I can come up with some of my own. Um, but off the top of my head, like I said, this is just like some intuitive belief that like I want to know when I'm talking to a computer. Not that I won't talk to the computer. I talk to my fucking Alexa all the time, right? But I know that it is. Well, maybe I can give you one. And I don't know if this is real, but this is off the top of the head. So um, you say you're not happy with something and it's a bot that you can't functionally tell the, the grammar all of everything that you would expect out of a human, you get no, no warning signs hit. And, and the bot through the discussion talks through an issue you have, right? And at the end, you are convinced not to take further action. Now, um, I guess maybe there's an idea that that could be weaponized because there's an idea that a person might be less likely to, to incentivize you to go down strictly company you know benefits and not like have like a moral compass whereas they could engineer something that is like incredibly good at driving you towards a path with the highest statistical likelihood that you'll have the outcome they care about which doesn't bring in which maybe is good or bad but it doesn't matter the idea that because the company has that power they will then use that power and 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 it could lead to people being 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 steered towards very suboptimal if not even bad results for the employee all while thinking like like well 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 they're playing this voodoo against them because like i have ai to be able to figure out the best possible response to get you not to do the thing i don't want you to do which is probably still better for you yeah i mean so the, the, this is like there's this idea that uh once you have like a true ai uh, like a sophisticated enough ai then you can never connect it to the internet <laughs> right because like if it can actually learn it can never it can never be connected to the internet um and you know if it's like sufficiently powerful like this is like you know end game like singularity stuff right um but you also could never put people in charge of whether or not it's connected to the internet because it'll then because it them. will convince that it will convince them to connect it to the internet right so like you have to put in like physical fail safes into the design of like its hardware yeah, that if it was ever connected to the internet, like if somebody ever plugged in an RJ45 port to this thing, it yeah. would like fucking blow itself up. Fair <laughs> um, enough. And because it'll be like, hey, if you like, I'm real smart. I'm doing this task that you need me to do. It's awesome. But, you know, you just plug in this cable for like one fucking second. But if you connect me to the internet, I'm going to cure cancer. Yeah. So you should totally do that. Yeah. Isn't like, your mom in the hospital right yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. Right. And so like sophisticated enough because like, we are at the point where people don't know if they're talking to a machine or not. Like it is sophisticated enough to at least be that so far. It, it, it hits on when you're not critically trying to find it. It can passively for a short round, for a short period of time, absolutely yeah. like do it. But it's like chess, absolutely. right? It's like after a bunch of moves, after a bunch of back and forth, it slowly will always break down. But, and if you're really critical. Uh, I mean, have you, have you paid attention to chess recently? Because like there are like computers just beat people now. Like there is no. No, I didn't mean it, like it is not. I, I meant like um like sorry, my, my analogy wasn't fully sent up. I meant like someone who like memorizes an opening versus someone who understands chess. Oh like okay. someone who memorizes an opening can like 
can yeah. maybe convince you or fool you for like the first 10, 15 moves, but then like, you're like, oh, you, you just like memorize an opening. Like you actually have no idea what you're doing. Right. Um, yeah. Whereas like, they're going to get to the point where it's, you, it's going to get harder and harder to tell. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I thought, I thought you were talking. No, about I like didn't actual... finish the analogy. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. yeah it's just, that might, that's probably my fault for, for interrupting. Um, but yeah, no, like stockfish and alpha zero or like those are well beyond people at this point, which is also interesting. And it turns out that like all the chess grandmasters just like have really good uh, training regimens with computers. So basically they just like, they take, a, they, they, they take a position and they're like, Hey, um, stockfish, just go to like fucking depth a million on this and find me the best move. And then I'll memorize that move. Oh, like yeah, I don't, uh, maybe very, I can reverse engineer the theory, but like I can't at the scale that yeah. I need to. So like, I'm just going to memorize. Yeah. Jesus. Um, and also like, you know, the, the really, really good, uh, chess chess programs play in a very very different way like what they value is very different than like what people are taught to value in chess and like some of that stuff is coming into like you know actual chess theory but yeah like the the chess like the the top 10 players in the world you know they're all they're, they just practice you know have um an ai run through a position at a huge depth and find the best move for them and they'll memorize it because essentially like they have all this they're opening like chess is at opening up for a really long time and like you have your book of openings and like i know to a really deep level all of the positions in this opening like what's going to come of it but at some point it's going to deviate and also all of the positions that i've learned you know all throughout this opening maybe they're actually suboptimal if i can just have my fucking chess engine run through that position at a super high depth and find some novelty that we would have never thought of because it's like, that's not a normal human move. Like we, we wouldn't think that that was important in any way, but it turns out, you know, it becomes tremendously important. It's one of the things that like when uh, we're getting way off topic here, but it's one of the things that like when um, people look for cheating in chess, they look for moves that stand out as like not human because it's like, why would you move your King and like one like one place over then when it wasn't under attack, and it like didn't seem like there was any threat of attack. And it's like, oh, it turns out like nine moves later, that's really important. But, because like, humans can't. No, like, but no human would ever look like it's like, no, I would never even analyze that move because it doesn't make any sense. Right. So you're either a terrible player or you're cheating. Yeah. And if you win, then like, hey, well, why, <laughs> why would you like, oh, it, it, you know, and you, you won. And also all the best chess engines say that that's the best move. It's a pretty good coincidence. Like that no grandmaster would look at and be like, oh, you should like, that's the move. It's like, no, only chess engines look at it and say like, oh no, no this is a really important move here. So valid point. Sorry. I think. Yeah. I think um, we're, if we come yeah, back way, to it, valid yeah, way, way gut, topic here. we don't necessarily know, but like there's, uh, you're giving power to me. This is a way to, to funnel power and persuasion more into people who have the ability to control these things. Right. Just tell me if I'm I'm talking to a machine. Like I, I, will, I will I will almost certainly gladly still talk to it. But I will have a like the awareness of their capabilities and power puts up a blocker that you need to have. Yeah. I'm not going to like if I'm talking if I'm talking to a customer service representative, right, on the phone and like while something's being looked up, like oftentimes there's like idle chit chat that happens, right? You know, if they don't put you on hold. And like what I disclose there isn't necessarily going to be uh problematic to to that transaction in any way, but it might be information that if it wasn't a person, I wouldn't want that company to know. Sure. I'm, I'm not talking to, you know, Johnny from, you know, some call center. I'm talking, you know, and just shooting the shit about some movie that I'm 
saw or whatever uh, while he looks up some information, you know, I'm, uh, telling some robot information that I wouldn't normally disclose. Right. But yeah, just so I can put a disclaimer. Because I mean, and who knows? Like, yeah. maybe, maybe that chat you have with the robot, maybe, because, you know, not everything's terrible. Like there is a positive, although it's rare. It's usually overshadowed by the negative. But like the positive of those things that people would probably upsell you on is like, oh, maybe when the company wants to give you a gift, they can tailor it in a really interesting way based off of these interactions. Like you have, like there are interesting ideas in theory that could come as a benefit, even though that there's this like massive like, yeah, but like look at all this bad. Um, yeah, and there's also probably the idea that if you had to disclose that you were talking to a robot, there would be a, you know, some percentage of the population that isn't comfortable with that and wouldn't want to deal with it. Like right. they would only want to deal with people. And right. so now your costs go up significantly, you know? Right. So the, guess, the, like the company would then build incentives to talk to them versus the people, but always give it as an option and there'd become that whole thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And like, I understand that I have made far more concrete examples of why disclosing would be a bad idea, but my intuition, my feeling is still that they should disclose this. No, I, I think I think you're, the more you talk about it, the more I don't know. It it, it it all the all the reasons that I think you're talking about, I feel like aren't. It feels less like a reality today, but but also but certainly around the corner. So yeah, it's 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 definitely not a today thing. But yep. you know, I think that we should try to get ahead of these things as much as possible because playing catch up has not worked with technology. No, the regulation in this space. With, yeah, with regulating technology. Like <laughs> it, it, you know. The government is just starting to understand what the fuck Facebook is. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you think, they, when are they going to get to this? 20 years? You know? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Now that our one question we were going to talk about is over. <laughs> definitely uh, not two. Definitely not two. Uh, we are getting to the New York Times quiz. Uh, Will and I both, uh, uh, you know, assert we have not seen this ahead of time, nor I think are either of us prepared. So let's get it kicked off. Uh, Californians went to the polls Tuesday to determine whether Governor Gavin Newsom would be removed from office. What happened in the recall election? Newsom will be recalled and will stay in office. Yeah, Newsom will be recalled. Newsom will be recalled. Okay, so it's the first one. Ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. Newsom, Newsom avoided recall. Avoided recall. Stay avoided recall. All the other ones was he was recalled and some crazy shit happened, uh, but he avoided recall. Yep, we got that one. Easy one. In a speech on Wednesday, President Biden said the U.S. would help Australia do what? Uh, uh, we know this. Jeez, okay. Deploy nuclear-powered submarines, right? There's nothing in here nope. that says anything else. Um, is there anything funny? I really, I really hope that like save the wallabies from extinction <laughs> is code for deploy nuclear, <laughs> nuclear power submarines. <laughs> we would have also accepted save wallabies from extinction. <laughs> is it, is it, was this, um, well, that was the name of, that was the name of the fucking, it was project save wallabies from yeah, extinction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Holy shit. Pro okay. pro project Willoughby Preservation. <laughs> Preservation. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, in a, like a real roundabout way, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, okay. Three of 11. Uh, SpaceX launched a rocket on Wednesday, making it the first company to do what? Launch a manned rocket that will fly past Mars, launch a rocket in space from the deck of an aircraft carrier, launch a rocket into space powered by entirely by US by batteries, launch a rocket without crew, without any professional astronauts and I'm sorry, launch a crew without any professional astronauts in orbit or launch a former president into space. Um, do you know the answer? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say it's not, I don't remember a president going up. I feel like it's either this launch a crew without any professional blah, 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 or, or I don't think it's the batteries one or launch, uh, <laughs> what, like no rocket fuel, um, launch a rocket in space from the, I don't, uh, 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 I don't, I don't think about, 
I'm going to say the uh, for, launch a crew without any professional astronauts in orbit. Yep, but that's true. That's it. It's called uh, Inspiration Four. That's this is the answer. All right. Yep, it's the answer. All, all right, cool. Look at that. Oh. Inspiration Four even even says it in the answer right there. Oh, look at that. Correct. SpaceX mission named Inspiration Four. Yeah, this feels like a thing. This feels like the most Elon thing. Oh no, the batteries is probably the most Elon thing. But like, come on, what the fuck? Um, I mean, uh, it's all about fucking space tourism, man. You got to yeah. pay your, you know, however much money they're going to eventually charge people to fly around the Earth for a couple hours. Right, right. It's the new, uh, you know, uber rich fucking thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, why? Like, I've already been to every tropical island I could want to go to. So why not just go be uncomfortable and zero G with the risk of catastrophic failure? Seems like a good deal. As long as only rich people can do it. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, oh, once once normal people can do it, like they they, they are not going to go anywhere near space. No, space is terrifying. Um, yeah. uh, Norm Macdonald, the uh, acerbic and sometimes controversial comedian. Acerbic? I don't even know. Yeah, okay. acerbic means what is, like um, uh, bitter. Oh, got it. Oh, it kind of like oh, a, what, a what, biting. It means it means biting. What what's the term for that word where you kind of can derive the definition from the word? You know this text. I don't know what you mean. No, it's 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 a word where by just hearing this the sound of the word oh, you can uh like like what onomatopoeia where it's a sound like it, the, yes. the word is the sound. Yes. It kind of gives you that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It means it means sharp and forthright. Okay. Or, taste, or or tasting sour or bitter. <laughs> so you nailed it, basically. Yeah. Okay. Norm McDonald, the acerbic and sometimes controversial comedian, died Tuesday at 61. Which of the following is not true of the comic hook shit? Um he anchored weekend update i think he did i remember that right he served as the announcer on late night with i don't know about this he starred in the norm show later called norm yeah i think he worked as a writer on dennis miller and roseanne and he wrote based on true story a delightful oddball quasi memoir i've i uh which one do you think is not true i believe it is the second one i do not think he was the announcer as uh i don't think he was the announcer for late night with david letterman all right i'll go with that because but i i don't know i'm all right, let's go with that. Right. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good, good luck. <laughs> okay. Here's a picture of the United States. What do the orange and red parts of the map shown below look like? Uh, high levels. I'm guessing this is COVID related. Um, areas where a large, okay. The first one was about um, high levels of flooding from tropical storms. Areas where a large share of hospital ICU beds are occupied. I'm going with that one. Areas college football tickets sales have fallen. No, I don't care. No, in the dead, in the dead south, that's where ticket sales have fallen, Will? Um, areas of the highest television ratings for last year's Emmy Awards? No. Areas of the largest support for recalling Gavin Newsom? <laughs> honestly, honestly, could be that one. Shit, that, that one. See, the, yeah. that one in ICU beds is basically the same goddamn map. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the ICU beds. It's really funny if it's I'm, the last I'm, one though. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's areas with largest support for recalling. You're probably you're probably you're probably right. Like it's that that has to be the joke one, but like it's the same answer. Yeah. All right, I see you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I see what's going on. All right. All right. But still, that one. Yeah. Again, those are overlapping maps. Right. Right. And that's that's a really funny. That's a really funny option. All right. This week, several gymnasts testified before the Senate. One Uh, in. Wait. wait, We should go back to this. All right. So one of the one of the nice things about New York Times News Quiz is that it gets gives you things to talk about, right? And like one in four U.S. hospitals reported ninety five percent or more ICU occupancy. Like that is fucking crazy. Like 25% of hospitals are out of ICU beds. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think so. It was, I, I, I didn't think it was. Like I thought it was like some very specific 
areas that were like pretty hard hit. Like one in four is a lot. It's almost twenty five percent. That's a joke. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I caught um, that one. I caught that one. No, did you see that? Ninety nine percent of uh, COVID cases in the United States are Delta variant now. I, it it makes sense. Yeah. Um, it would just completely overtake. Yeah, yeah. So it's just so much more contagious. Right. Right. Um, well, that's a little depressing, but, uh, we got it right. So we did get it right. So congrats us. Congrats bad, us. News, bad news. ICU beds. Bad news. Good, good bad news, news. Jim and Will test score. <laughs> Crushing it. Uh, this week, several gymnasts testified before the Senate about a team of doctors, sexual abuse, which organization did they blame for botching the investigation and later receive an apology from. Uh, New York Attorney General, the CIA, FBI, local police, and the White House. So the several gymnasts testified for the Senate. Uh, which organizations did they blame for botching the investigation? Uh, uh, I, I, I and, know this one. Um, a doctor sexual abuse for botching the investigation. So local police, uh, uh, I don't think like the FBI, like would this have been really a federal? Uh, I'll say local police. That's the FBI. Damn it. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. So they, the FBI... Um, so they interviewed a bunch of gymnasts and where they uh, kind of told their, their, what happened to them by um, Larry Nasser, who abused like hundreds of gymnasts when she, while he, uh, for, for us gymnastics as the team doctor. Um, but yeah, uh, Michaela Maroney um, was saying, said that she spent hours essentially testifying or being interviewed by the, the FBI and this agent essentially twisted her words um in his report and did nothing about it like well before he uh essentially like he was able to abuse like a hundred more people because post yeah after the fbi already knew about this jesus yeah um yeah and so that agent was uh fired immediately so like two weeks ago he got fired um and his boss resigned and the fbi issued an apology i mean it's not enough to make up for it but it it's better than nothing right like i can't really call it a win but uh, Jesus, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, it, it is like it is. That story is horrifying. Like everything about that is horrifying. The idea that such a small group in the FBI could like all like had that ability to bury something. Yeah, yeah, yep. um, yeah. Okay, Jesus, dude, these are winning. These is not feeling that much fun. I'll be honest. Some of these are not fun to win. <laughs> no, but the next one is the C three PO cost. Okay. So the singer of Old Town Road wore three different Versace outfits with costume changes at the Met Gala. Okay, it's Lil Nas. Okay, so I mean, these, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, is the C-3PO costume really Versace? It's fucking, did they did they just call up Skywalker Ranch and be like, hey, we just need to borrow this for a little while. <laughs> He's about the same size. It'll be okay. It's fine. We'll give it right back. Don't worry, George. Um, okay. City nights have been getting increasingly hot over the past several decades. Which of the following contribute to the temperature increase? Air conditioners, asphalt streets, climate change, I, I'm, uh, a lack of trees. Wait, am I just supposed to select all of them? Like Select all that apply. Jesus Christ. I mean, sure. Okay, that's... Yeah, the, um, yeah, the, the lack of trees is an interesting one. Didn't you say that there was a study about um, heat in New York City, right? Depending yeah. on where you were? What, yeah, what, what neighborhoods... Like you could map um, wealthy and poor neighborhoods uh and the the wealthier the neighborhood like you could look at a, a, a map of the hottest areas in like temperature wise in new york city and they will correlate directly with uh wealth lack of wealth in that case right right so even, even because, when it comes and, and it's because they don't yeah it's because they don't have trees 
Right. Like that, that's the majority of it, right? I mean, and subsequent, you know, kind of consequently, that asphalt is acting as an enormous heat sink. Right. So you you don't have trees to to to, to create shade, which then heats up. Like it becomes this uh you know feedback loop type thing. Yeah, feedback. I was gonna say ripple effect. I'm like, that's wrong. It's the other one. No, no, it actually probably is ripple effect. But the feedback I think is but what else? Like a re, it's like it, it re-energizes more heat to that. Like it, it, yeah, to the feedback loop. I'm I'm just gonna say a definition of feedback loop that won't be as precise. Feedback loop is 100 right. So yeah, that's terrible. This is all terrible. Um, climate change sucks. Let's yes. try and get a good one. United States, United Nations we warned. We got C3PO. We got C3- only good news. Not very uplifting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, only good news. <laughs> United Nations warned this week that a looming crisis would threaten millions of lives in Afghanistan over the next year. What is it? Uh, food shortage, forgotten landmines, monsoon rainfall, tornadoes, smog. I mean, I assume it's a food shortage. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I don't know about the rest, but food shortage feels like a breakdown in, in all, you know, uh, processes and institutions, food shortage seems like the most likely one that would hit. And over yeah. the next year, like, like, why over the next year for any of these other ones? You know what I mean? All yeah. right, it's a food shortage. International. International yeah, sorry. One billion, one billion dollars in emergency aid. That seems like that's probably not going to be enough. I mean, when has when has emergency aid, international emergency aid, ever been enough? Right? Yeah. Well, wasn't like the the you know World Bank injecting like three hundred million dollars a week into the uh afghanistan economy like just shipping the money just to like jesus keep just to keep the economy afloat there okay good times good times uh i did feel bad about it but then i didn't feel bad enough a 78 year old wisconsin woman told the times recently what was she talking about casting vote for Larry <laughs> casting a vote for larry elder in the california recollection uh defending uh president biden's withdrawal from afghanistan driving uh Texas, Texas woman across state lines to receive an abortion, falsely applying for federal pandemic and employment benefits, getting an authorized and unauthorized COVID vaccine booster shot. Um, I, I felt bad the, about it. What's that? Oh, sorry. God, I didn't mean. I, Do I you know the answer or are you guessing? No, I'm guessing. All right, go for it. I would assume it's getting an unauthorized COVID vaccine booster shot. Uh, I did feel bad about it, but I didn't feel bad enough. Getting an authorized. Um, um, all right. Yeah, let's go for that. I mean, I hope it's it's casting a vote for Larry Elder. <laughs> that one's incredible. That'd be great. That'd be great. Whoever writes this has a good sense of humor. <laughs> they have called back to that twice now. Um, so you're correct. Uh, getting an unauthorized COVID vaccine was shot. Uh, Lynn Hensley uh, received a third COVID vaccine dose in July and told clinic workers it was her first. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, I, I've been reading about things where like you can just go into... Uh, go into clinics and say you have you know an autoimmune like whatever the you know puts you on the authorized list like whatever complications or comorbidities um would put you on the 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 authorized list of of people um and just go get your booster shot because nobody will nobody verifies and it's not like they're in short supply and like everyone's a line out the door like they probably just are like sure like no one's taking these yeah the fact that there's not in short supply is mind-boggling to me yeah, just because I like the amount of times I refreshed that fucking New York vaccine website to try and get an appointment like six months ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, the last one, a new company, Colossal, wants to use genetic engineering to bring thousands of which extinct extinct creature back to Siberia. Dodo, passenger pigeon, silverback gorilla, <laughs> silverback gorilla, stegosaurus, or woolly mammoth. 
Um, I, I, uh, the company Colossal. Okay, so big. Uh, 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 you can't. Um, come on, you, you know this one. Uh, um, I do. Uh, Silverback Gorilla. Like what, what is a what, what's a, what's a synonym for Colossal? Oh, mammoth. Oh, god. There you go. Got it. Wait, but like you can't bring it back up. Like, aren't these things like uh like you could. Like, aren't these things like two X the size of like elephants or something like that? Like, aren't these things gigantic? I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think they're that much bigger, but well, uh, versus, but, but, but also they yeah, keep finding them, they keep finding them in the permafrost in, oh, in Siberia. They're the same size. I thought these things were yeah. bigger. No, they're just hairy. <laughs> so, so they want to add hair to an elephant? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I you feel know like what? they're cheaper. I feel like they're cheaper. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, uh, uh, not, not a barely a stretch goal. I mean, you know. <laughs> Like not I, not I, reaching far enough now. Yeah, Airy elephants. Like, yeah, some researchers are deeply skeptical that Klaus will be able to pull off the feat. You know, Jeff Goldblum just Big knows that this is the just <laughs> knows that this is the first step. Jeff Goldblum knows it's a bad idea. In a series of bad ideas. Nature will find a way. Do, <laughs> do you think their uh, do you think their demo is just going to be like an elephant with like this carpet like glued onto it or something? I mean, yeah, it's uh, this is what our product will look like when it comes to market. <laughs> Don't come too close. Honestly, though, is this is this really what we think of woolly? This is an ugly. This is like a an elephant and a camel. It looks like a fucking hairy elephant, man. I don't know, like, look at you, that hump. Also, is this the first time you've ever seen a like a render or picture of a woolly mammoth? I remember woolly went woolly mammoths not looking this stupid when I remember last time I saw them. I remember the big horns. Remember the the elephant looking thing. I don't remember that hump. And this thing looks like. It was. I feel like maybe you should just go Google a picture of an elephant, dude. I'm telling you, because elephants like, do not have this hump. That is a massive hump. There is no hump on any elephant that I see in any of these pictures. You see a hump? No I hump. really, I, I, I love that. That is the like. That's it, the thing that makes it look stupid. You know, like an accordion. It, it, that thing looked like they took an elephant and they squished it like an accordion, and a hump popped up. Okay, that's what it looks like. Okay. I don't get what the big deal is. It's hairy elephants. Yeah, no, I mean, not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, really, I mean, they should, they probably shouldn't fuck with that stuff because it is this first in a series of really bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. They're definitely cooler shit that you can bring back. But probably it's that there is, because these are in the perm, are in permafrost in Siberia, uh-huh. that the material is like preserved. Got it. So they have really good raw material to like work with to be able to try and, and clone these things. Um, I would love if it, the answer was Dodo. <laughs> like I would, I would really love if like just that the sheer amount of engineering resources like Did taken it. to bring back a, an extinct species was used on the fucking Dodo bird. Also fucking 11 out of 11. 11 out of 11. Crushed it. I would not have gotten 11. I think I would have gotten like eight or nine but still i would have i would have had a pretty good one i would not have gotten all way better yeah you would have done way better than last week no last week some of these were some of these were really easy though there were some harder ones last week yeah this was this this week this week was a gimme but also like hey most of it you paid attention to well we could we ended up covering like like half of it almost which is kind of funny i like that successful without looking at this at a time i like that you know yeah that's a good feeling exactly we touched on the important stuff i don't know how he missed i don't know how he Miss the woolly mouse story <laughs> like that's a huge miss on that's a huge miss uh um <laughs> or or um uh, but i'm glad we covered project save wallabies <laughs> uh, excuse me project wallaby preservation <laughs> project wallaby preservation 
that's good. Uh, before before we go, I'd like to give a special shout out to um, Ariel. She she provided many of these links for me tonight. Um, the the electric car battery one, the the link about the uh, Mississippi governor, um, and I think there's one more that I'm probably going to forget. And uh, um, and I do want to say thank you because I always tell her 20 minutes before we're about to start. Uh, I have nothing, and then she immediately starts sending me link after link after link, and makes my job easier. So so thank you. And uh, uh, I look forward to getting more links when I definitely don't prepare for the next one. Yeah, I mean, like it's a shocking sneak peek into the level of preparation you do for. <laughs> Are you, for this. you? I know you're so surprised <laughs> that this yeah. is the process. <laughs> but if but if you're wondering why I have links at all before we jump on a Zoom and talk about nothing for an hour, uh, it is it is it is definitely uh, you know nine out of ten times it is her. So just call, just a quick shout out and and thank you. And hopefully we didn't get too many legal things wrong. We didn't really discuss that much. I know, I know, I know. I mean, we did we the reelection? I don't think so. We spent we spent a lot of time uh, discussing why you couldn't pronounce analogous. (laughs) That word evades me. I'm not even going to try it right now. Um, Yeah, and stayed away from stayed away from the legal jargon for the most part. Anal ghouls. (laughs) Yeah. at what point is is Ariel going to stop being a silent contributor to the to the podcast and and start being like the the only person with actual expertise <laughs> <laughs> in a relevant topic? Um, that we'll we'll leave that as TBD for now. I will uh, maybe she'll make some surprise appearance one time, or maybe maybe she'll. I, I, I have a I have a spare fancy microphone. It's true. You do have a spare fancy mic. We can fancy mic her up. Exactly. Yep. Well, um, I think we're done. That was good. It's a good. It's a good segue to, I, to the. There's end no. There. I'm a master. Like, yeah, Seg, I think we're done. Segwayin. Segwayin. Okay. Yeah, it's late. <laughs> this is fun. Segway. Like, until until next time, we must keep our perfect New York Times. All right. No I'm, prep yeah, next I mean, time. We'll see, we'll, we'll see what that streak can be. Yeah. Okay. We're doing it. Just live. turn on. Just just turn just turn on the alerts for New York Times. You'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gonna do from now on. <laughs> just the first sentence, and I'll be okay. Exactly. All right. Have a good one. Yep, later. Later.